And we're live, all right. This is episode six, everybody, of Time of Life. 6.0. 6.0 in the building. We got two guests here. They may or may want to talk. We yeah. got a live audience, so we'd like to have one better. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very excited to be here. This is one of my dreams, to be honest with you. Yeah, we, we have one of our biggest fans <laughs> in, likes in the podcast. <laughs> I listen to every single episode, so I should... Bring a lot to the table, to be honest. All of his opinions on all of our videos, all the shit we've talked about, and maybe all the truth we maybe he's, have talked about. He's the top fan. The top G. I think I know more about Neuralink than you guys now, to be honest. Do Dude. you actually? I don't think that. What you did do, you say? To be honest. Hold on, ask him again. What? What did I say? Oh, I know more about Neuralink than you guys now, I think. Well, well, I want to know what this question is now. Now we don't even need a question. We got our question right here. What do you think about Neuralink now? Well, from how you guys have made it seem, I think Neuralink's probably a bad thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that's because we've been talking about the extreme possibilities of it. So you don't think it'll be like that? You think? Well, that's just that's why I said it's an extreme possibility. You never know what the future actually holds. That is fair. So. What do you think a realistic expectation of like what Neuralink could look like in like five years? Oh, do you think it, or like ten years? I don't realistically, know. Realistically, it would just be uh, just a help aid, like a, you know how they were talking about it maybe briefly, like putting a chip in your brain so it like plays music and stuff. I yeah. believe that's probably going to be like one of the first things. Do so you think it's going to be less like? And then your brain will be connected, essentially like that, where you can actually use things like telepathically connected to video hardware. So, like, playing Pong and stuff, I think you'd be able to move, like, an actual guy to do it. So, almost uh, sort of online, but not fully immersed into it. Yeah, I believe that's probably, like, the first steps to actually getting into the metaverse. We're no longer going to have VR headsets anymore. It's just going to be connected right to our brain right away. So, we don't have to worry about that part. Do you think it's possible it takes over free will? I know you guys have talked about that a little bit. Yeah, well well, yeah, that's why I said it's definitely an extreme possibility of what happened. And maybe not, maybe not in five years, but maybe 110 years from now, maybe it'd be a totally different story, though. Yeah. But we don't really know what the possibility is of it because there's so many different ways and so many different branches you can reach out to. You can have one where it completely takes control of your life and one that really helps your life and everybody becomes a totally vastly different person than they are now and they're able to increase their own money so that everybody's happier there's no more depression there's no more so you would you think it would be like a, a skynet type of takeover i'm assuming you've seen like the terminator yeah yeah almost a little bit a little well bit. obviously you're not going to be a robot where they can just repair your body immediately or not it's not going to be wolverine for a fact right now at least obviously we Maybe. don't know what it holds but at the same time, it's just one of those possibilities that definitely could happen. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. A lot of places it could go in like 10 years. Neuralink's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I think Neuralink is just one of those technologies that's going to change the world, just kind of like how the iPhone was designed. It literally, or even the internet, in that fact, like this is probably our generation's next big technology invention. Just like how the internet and the iPhone and all that stuff was. Yeah, I definitely 100% agree with that. You know, that's the thing though with Neuralink. It's just so many different outcomes with it. 
but at the same time, I think they're going to eventually find a way, a use for it. Obviously, they want to do paralegal and blindness and all those. But what if Neuralink was able to actually help teach you things instead? Well, so you're saying it would like transform my brain? No, it would uh, assist you to learn things faster. So if you were to, let's say you're trying to learn how to play hockey. Most of the time it takes years to teach yourself. But that's not like a mental thing. That's like physical. Like, No, it's, well, I'm saying it's physical and it's mental at the same time because you got to have, the only way you're going to get skills is by memorizing patterns and everything like that, that you don't really think it's a pattern. It's a pattern, pattern every single time. And then it's a matter of your brain storing that information and come recalling it back to it when you're playing hockey or playing another sport. And that's why people, as they go on, it gets better and better over time because they need your brain to actually function that way. And they recognize pattern. It's pattern recognition. If you do it more than one time, you're just going to get better and better and better at but it. But like, what about like things like stamina? Cause obviously you're like, obviously and running along the And ice that's the next stuff. part of it. So with the Neuralink, what if it was essentially like a mentor? Well, I actually have something to say about that. I think, well, I mean, it's probably possible because we have like things like, you know, like chess engine, stuff like that. Yeah. Things that have like solved like other sports, or I guess if you consider like chess a sport. I know they have it yes for Yes like and no. I would say games. physical, no. Yeah, but I mean, if you, you'd obviously still, if you were a hockey player and you had like a computer that would, I don't know, be able to help you with like pattern recognition, all that stuff while you're playing hockey... I mean, you still have to have a physical aspect too, but then but, it, like, wouldn't that be like maybe cheating? I don't know. But who knows in the future? Obviously, in the future, maybe not everybody has it, so they would be like, "All right, you have to turn it off for using when you're playing the sport." Actually, but what I'm trying to get at is, what if Neuralink was basically instead of hiring a professional to do all of it, they had professionals actually teach. Neuralink or like uh, had programmers teach people how to actually do things. So when you're doing something wrong, let's say swimming, like swimming is a very, very good example because when you're in the water, you can't hear anybody outside of it. So if you're doing something wrong and Neuralink was actually able to pick up on that because you're doing something wrong, it would be like, Try moving your arm this way instead, moving it right, moving it left a little bit right, reaching out more, swimming, like open your hand a little bit more, something like that. So it'd be so able to give you like perfect form basically. Yeah, without, it would essentially yeah. just give you perfect form and then able to peek at your You're best. So it's essentially a mentor yeah. slash coach right hooked up into your brain. So you're actually able to become a better individually physically as well and technically interesting application yeah be yeah cool. that's just the one way that would be like a really cool aspect of it because then you would no longer need to hire anybody like that or what if there was a way for let's say cooking like some people suck at cooking and this would actually be like add this add this remember you've done this before if you add these spices together this is how you like it and your brain was able to recognize that and it would commute it to or let me say this. I got to, yeah, communicate it to Neuralink. 
uh, what foods you do like and is really good for your body at the same time. What if Neuralink was like, hey, remember, you really, really like this food, so you're going to want to crave this instead. And so now oh, you're so going to be kind of like it'd be a really good like, for a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like craving like pizza and all that unhealthy stuff, you're craving like salad. And you're craving salads. You're craving rice. chicken. You're craving rice. Yeah. Like it's one of those is like when your brain's really happy about it and your Neuralink's very happy, then you just see the progress along the way and you just like everybody becomes a better person individually. It's just one of those like it's just. Neuralink is just so great if they could do that, but right. it's not going to happen for hundreds of years. I don't think it's going to happen over the next, I think it's going to start to happen over the next hundred years, but definitely not in the beginning. In the beginning, it's definitely not going to happen. I mean, it's been known to like the public that Neuralink is going to come out, but like we sooner than later, I think yeah, obviously they're going to start. We don't really have any idea when it's going to be coming out. So that's also well, to the thing. public. No, it's not going to probably come out for 10 years. They're starting test trials. I believe in the next year or two year or two. Yeah. They're literally Elon's already said it. He's like, yeah, we're going to start human trials pretty soon here. Just with simple tasks. It's nothing going to be super extravagant. They just want to see if it actually works because obviously it's already working in monkeys. So now they want to make sure it's actually working all together. I have a, another thing about Neuralink, and it kind of like transitions into like a good topic. Like, what if Neuralink had the ability to make you live necessarily for however long you want? And like, I don't know. I just think that would be interesting. Like, like what if Neuralink literally had the ability to make you live forever? And then that brings me to another question. Which I wouldn't is, want to live forever. Yeah, would I wouldn't want to be living forever. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't actually want that for the world because if somebody really terrible came into power, like say if Hitler came into power and he was able to live for three, 400 years, what the fuck? Yeah. Like you're literally just helping him kill millions and millions of people. And essentially he would get to billions in that amount of time. Like imagine if that was the way it was. Imagine how the world would be. I don't really... I don't really see why people would want to live longer than 115 years, I would say. Well, it's a, that's just a general rule but like, because after about 80 years, you're kind of just old and crumpled and you can't really do anything extravagant. Obviously, some people are healthier than others and they're able to actually go walk out and do different things that most of them can't do. But most of them, if they're sick, like what are they supposed to do? They can't get out of bed. Like I wouldn't want to stay up. 10 years straight just waking up in my own bed and doing nothing all day that sounds like a terrible life for me i would want to go out and explore the world exactly yeah i don't want to watch the news all day definitely not for sure and like yeah i agree like on like a standpoint of like like yeah obviously there's bad people in the world that live long that would be a bad thing but like for me and yours like our standpoint like living forever I feel like would just get really boring and it would also cost like a lot of money too, obviously because you're you still would lose a lot of love paying. and there'd be like there'd be no motivation to do anything no right it's like and it's still like another thing too when you get rich and have all this money you're like you have no motivation to work or unnecessarily even make money you're kind of just sitting there like oh i have all this money what am i going to do with it like you have literally no motivation to probably even get up 
And that's another thing why money doesn't bring you happiness. Because once you have a lot of money, you're basically just, well, what am I going to do now? Like, I have everything I need. You basically have no motivation to necessarily work for anything. You have no thrive. You have no drive for it because you already have it. Yeah. Yeah. What Um, about, uh, would you ever consider deep sea fishing? Deep sea? I mean... It's on have my you ever list. seen uh, Have you ever seen videos of it or anything? No, I haven't. You've ever gone? You've gone freshwater, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to like the lakes and stuff. Yeah, and fished. On, when you on, go to like, deep boats. sea, forget everything you learned about freshwater. <laughs> Is it, like all like different equipment and stuff like that. Yeah, like it's well, I mean, it's just necessarily stuff. heavier. That's yeah, all it is. Yeah. But you don't have to worry about so much about how finicky the bait looks. I mean, you do. You want the fish to bite. But most of the time, if it's food, the ocean is like vigorous and they're aggressive. They just want food. I bet well, probably 80 to 100 years ago, this is kind of another story behind it. About 80 to 100 years ago, my grandpa, was it 80 years ago? No, it was probably 50. We'll yeah, say 50 years ago. I've heard about it. 50 years ago. I've heard about it from my dad because he grew up going to Mexico all the time. Yeah. Puerto Penasco, obviously. Mexican-American, I would say, more now because there's it's so many hotels down definitely there. Definitely the white version of Mexico. Yeah, it 100% is. <laughs> but eventually, I want to go to Cabo San Lucas and Cabo's Panama. really nice. Cabo, I know, is a really, really fucking nice place. Was, I want to go deep-sea fishing there. but It was very diverse. The food was good. Well, anywhere you go outside the United States, I think the food's always but like, good because <laughs> yeah. it's not processed. Yeah. People actually know how to make good food and they come with good fiber. So it's really hard to not yeah. diet when you're out of the country. America just has shit quality food. Yeah, like, it really does. Everything's GMO related and that's that's why disgusting. I like to that's why I like to go fishing on those deep sea fishing trips. Well, sometimes you don't catch things and it's like you just wasted your money's worth, but you get the experience out of it and it's no, yeah, I yeah. would rather do that waste yeah, you'd rather eight hundred dollars experience for a whole day of doing things but and then i come back home and i'm like well i didn't catch anything i don't get to eat anything else well guess what when you do catch that fish you really really value it and you're obviously gonna eat it yeah well i would try to eat it unless it's something i really don't like i'll probably give it to somebody else somebody like like my dad caught wahoo have you ever seen a wahoo fish no you know what a barracuda looks like uh, that's probably the so. more. That's probably the most yeah. popular one. It's yeah, like yeah. a big round fish, and it's just that the entire way of it until you get to the the head. The head's a little bit different. It's like a pointy, essentially. Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking. But about. yeah, my dad caught one uh, a couple years ago, probably 2018. I would say roughly 2017, 2018, run, roughly around there. He came home. We we like tried to make it several different ways. I could not find a way to like it. Like, I really could not find a way to like it. It didn't matter what it was. It was probably just the quality of the fish. The fish wasn't very good or it wasn't packaged properly. I think that's probably what it was. It wasn't packaged properly. Yeah, packaging probably will do it. But at the same time, I looked it up and Wahoo really isn't that good of fish. So hopefully this time, but I'm going on in a couple of weeks from now. I'm open for some mahi mahi, which is Dorado or ocean fish, whatever that's you want to call them. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, have you had mahi mahi? Yeah, yeah usually in restaurants it, they serve them because they're very very good eating. Yeah, but they're very 
picky on years they actually come out to bite and closer to shore. Like last year, there was probably six or seven Dorado total out of probably 1,100 boats. Like 1,100 trips. That's how many. And that's a lot of trips between probably 40 or 50 boats total. And 40, 50 boats, that's quite a lot. But at the same time, that's 1,100 trips with 50 boats and only six Dorado. It's like, wow, that sucks. This year, they're just catching the shit out of them. They're probably caught already 50,000 this summer, which is nuts. And they probably had those. They're catching average. I just looked today. For only 50 boats, they've caught that much? Yeah, I I just looked today, and it looked like they had... Let's say um, 600 fish or 600 Dorado for 95 people. So they literally had the average of seven per people per person. But that also doesn't account for that's when it can, they come in on shore. That doesn't also account for seven day trips, 14 day trips, day and a half trips, three and a half day. It's just the fish count for what got counted that day. That's the only thing they really counted for. But that's still really, really good for amount of Dorado that they're catching. And I'm hoping to catch one, actually. That's one of the fish I really, really want to catch. And then another one is a swordfish, too. I think swordfish are really, really fun because they jump out of the water. And it's like, holy crap, that's insane. Have you ever had a swordfish? On? Have you ever eaten one? Like, oh, yeah, I've eaten the swordfish. They're pretty they're good eating, pretty actually. Pretty interesting, yeah. I still like uh, Dorado better, but it's definitely like one of those trophy fish. I definitely want to eat it as well, though. What's like what's like the biggest thing like in pounds that you ever caught? Um, I got to think here because I believe it was 42. It was like a grouper. 42 pounds? 42-pound 42 grouper, yeah. Yeah took me about 25 minutes to catch it holy shit it really wasn't that bad i've heard uh somebody caught a uh 11 foot mako shark and that took uh two hours and 45 minutes and they brought it on board and how much how much did that one weigh uh they didn't measure it because they threw it back obviously they oh because it was a they took a picture of it and then actually they just cut the line because you can't, you can't. I don't think you can eat mako. Yeah, you can't. Can you eat any sort of shark? I don't think you can. I think it's a. I think they're considered illegal to actually catch and keep. Oh yeah, that would make sense because like they're sharks. Because yeah, there's been sometimes where they catch sand sharks all the time. Like and we can't we've caught those. sand sharks before in Mexico, but you can't eat them. I don't think so. Let me look that up. Actually, I gotta really really know about that before I even talked about that. Yeah, honestly, deep sea fishing seems pretty interesting. Like, like I think fishing, I definitely want to. I definitely want to take. It. Oh, actually, you can. I think fishing is. It like, is legal that for consumption. Oh, you can eat them. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a lot of people who do eat shark. They eat shark fin, but never uh, shark meat. I gotta look. Well, I don't know if I've ever eaten shark before, but that would be. Let me look. Um. I guess if we're on the topic of like eating stuff, like what's like the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten? I've eaten a guinea pig before in oh, Peru. Shit. You've never, well, if you look it up, instead of like chickens around, uh, just going around a farm, they have hamsters. 
or guinea pigs, sorry. Oh, and they like shit. breed them just like it, and they get really, really fat. You know how regular guinea pigs look? They're probably six, eight inches long. Yeah. These things are probably 14, 15 inches long. Damn. They're freaking huge. They're they're bigger than rabbits most of the time, and they just like grill them or whatever they want to do with them. Yeah, it was kind of an interesting taste with it. It's a cross between, let's say, uh, chicken and pork. Like pork, it would be like pork skin, so they were like tougher. Yeah. But it tasted more like chicken at the same time. I just wasn't really that hungry that night. I mean, when I was in Peru, I just really wasn't eating much. And normally I eat quite a little bit, uh, quite a little bit. I think it was just the way it was prepared. I didn't really care for it that much. I think it was yeah. a little bit drier than it should have been. But is obviously, like, they had like, to feed 15 that, of us, so. Yeah. Is that sort of stuff like a delicacy there, or is it like something they eat regularly? It's just something you eat regularly. Oh, shit. Yeah, because they literally have farms right in town. They're small towns and everything. If you ever go to, if you ever want to go to Peru, I'll take you to Peru someday. I yeah, definitely want to cool. go on to Peru. I want to go fit deep sea fishing with you. I want to do all these different things, but obviously we need money to do that. We need to get out of school. Yeah. We need to get, yeah. make some money on, make that happen. You need to make some money on sports Because I want to go. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. Especially with your dollar bet on uh, Georgia Tech versus Clemson. Yeah. Um, we'll see how your uh, investment goes. Doing, so far, it's uh, you're losing. It's not doing pretty good, but it's only a dollar, so. A dollar is a dollar. A dollar. Make, oh, oh two dollars. My actually. bad. My bad. Two dollars. Two dollars. Yeah. Um, no, it's only illegal a shark fin. Actually, if you eat the whole shark, it looks like it's actually legal. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So if you actually consume the entire shark, then yes, it's actually legal. But what if you don't consume the entire shark? It it really the entirety of it is only some parts of the shark are good, and some aren't. I've been looking at it. Like the filet? Like, like yeah, just it. really it, the why they just keep the fins is because that's like the best part of it. That's actually where you get all the oh, you eat the, the good nutrients. Yeah, the, the actual fin meat. Oh, shit. You've never heard of like fish soup? Shark fin soup? I they think do I've it all the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not as popular here. It's more popular in Asian countries, especially closer to the ocean, but... Yeah, that's 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 quite interesting, honestly. Let's go. Yeah. Um but with the deep sea fishing, I actually have a weird story to tell. I think it's true, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm not going to name the boat or anything because I don't want to ruin their <laughs> their chances of getting more people on the boat if you ever go to San Diego fishing. But what we think has happened is one of our crew, when we went on our day and a half trip, one of the crew was actually out. One of the cooks was out. Yeah. We don't know why. And then somehow a story got out about it where one of the two of the, the one of the crew members and the cook actually got in a fight a little bit. So they were always bickering back and forth, back and forth. And then one time the, the cook called, I think he was, uh, I think he was Vietnamese or something. He called like Chino or something like chink or whatever it was. Some offensive <laughs> Wait, term, what? some offensive term to him. Jacob's looking like, what I know fuck? he's, he's very confused <laughs> about this, but I mean, he called him some offensive term to him and this crew member just had enough. So he called the cook out, he, out from the door and said, all right, 
get your ass out here. Let's go. And what he didn't know, the the cook didn't know, is this guy, the crew member, actually had one of those very, very long gaffs. If you've never seen them, they're probably eight foot gaffs. What's, and what's that? So a gaff is when you actually catch the fish, bring it up to the boat, to the actual water. Then you can actually gaff them with a big hook and oh, an eight yeah. foot or an eight to ten foot pole. So what he done, the crew member actually did was I think he grabbed the end where the hook was. Obviously not right on the hook because you don't want to stab yourself. Yeah. And as the the cook was walking out, like as he was exiting the door, I think what the crew member done was he had enough and everything. So what he did was he grabbed that end at the very end where the hook was and he just swung it and hit the guy right in the chest. Oh, and he literally, shit. I think what happened was, have you ever, if you've ever done wrestling or anything, usually wrestling, if you get flown over or hit the ground really hard, hit the mat really hard, you'll get internal bleeding. So what I think what happened was he probably got some internal bleeding and broke a rib or two. So I think oh, what happened shit. was he literally got he got out of that trip because of that crew member and he had to sacrifice some of his money I think for Wait, was the was the Chinese guy the one that got hit? Well, the Asian guy. I'm not sure exactly Asian. what he was. Like I'm I can't really assume it. I don't know exactly what it was. But yeah, he's the one who actually hit the cook because he was so pissed off about it. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, so he literally got a full force, eight foot. Oh wait, the Asian bags. guy. The Asian guy. Yeah, the, the Asian guy. Okay, hit, okay. Or, yeah, we'll say he's Asian, but I don't know exactly. But yeah, the Asian Asian guy actually hit the cook right in the chest and broke oh, probably shit. a rib or two, and then had a lot of internal bleeding. So he had to take shit. a medical leave, and the captain was probably pissed about it and said, "All right, you're working for less money next time. You're actually paying some of your money to him." Well, for yeah. compensation it's like wow that's fucked up well, yeah do you imagine like two of your members fight and you just get you just hear a <laughs> right in the middle of your work day damn that yeah that's fucking brutal yeah i honestly wouldn't be surprised if neither of them work there anymore no i think they well obviously the one guy was there because we were the cook? talking to the guy well we weren't talking to the the actual guy that hit the guy or oh, we don't yeah, know yeah. for sure we were talking to another crew member, and that's what he was saying that that happened. Oh shit! What? <laughs> Nothing. Just that. It's crazy. Like, did you like witness? Like, did you like witness this or like? No, it was, it was just, just a story. story. Like, oh, we okay. don't know if it's actually true or not, but they were oh, definitely yeah. down a crew member though, and that's what I think. I mean, obviously, if they're telling us why, that might be an actual true stuff story because the actual person didn't tell it. it was somebody else yeah that makes sense interesting um where would your what would you want to have your final destination be like if you were you had like a life expectancy of five ten years from now what would you where would you want to live for the next five ten years if that was your case like, would you want to, uh, would you want to like sell everything, just travel the world for the next five, 10 years? Would you want to live in a certain country, certain part of the world? I mean, I have like two options to this one. 
would probably be like travel like you said like just see the world like places i've never like seen before and want to see so i can actually like experience that throughout my life and then another one would probably be like just being there with like my family and friends because like well where would that be though would you want to go like costa rica live there five years okay so uh, japan Maybe I would just do the traveling with my family and friends. Like to me, what that's places like, would you want to go though? Definitely Italy, um, or just anywhere in Europe, uh, Germany. Well, you wouldn't. UK. I don't think you would want to go to London. Like, there's so many stabbings now. Like, it's Seriously? crazy. It's nuts how many they just like stab you and take all your money. They don't even ask for your money. They just go up and stab you and then grab all your money and run. But that's like in, in the ghetto. Part, right? Yeah, that's the more. That's probably the more ghetto. No, probably right in the middle of the streets. There's been times where they're just right in the middle of the day, like public play, public as it can be, and they just get stabbed, robbed, and then the people run off. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't think I. I don't think I would want to go to London for that. Because my family's been to London. They didn't say that that happened. Well, they didn't. But it's also different times now. We don't know what actually happens. It's probably not as more common as they think, but. It's just one of those, like, one of those happens and just blows up across the world, obviously, because you're just getting mugged right in the middle of the day, like, public as it can be, just being a traveler, and you just get robbed just like that for that. Fuck. It's like, holy shit, could you imagine? That would suck. No, yeah. I also heard that, like, Italy, like, Venice area, like, it smells like shit there because, like... I feel like it's literally it's just like New York. It's just overpopulated. No, because, like, the water is like that's also their sewage yeah but that's also where they drive their boats so obviously their streets or aka the lake river whatever you want to call it is literally also their sewage so that's all flowing through so you can literally just be walking and just smell shit like in the air like anywhere you go it just smells like ass and that's basically what i've heard Mm. Like people have gone. I mean, obviously, we haven't been there or anything. No, yeah, that's on my I definitely wouldn't. So. I definitely would be less motivated to go there. Yeah, no, no, no. Gotta bring some like nose plugs. What or would something. your uh, what would your bucket list idea be? Like, where would you want to go? Would you want to go to let's say Dubai to go scuba diving? Would you want to go to Dubai uh, paragliding or skydiving would you want to go to let's say japan to go oh yeah i think japan is also another one that's on my bucket list just because of like how advanced like their technology it's is really advanced and how there. like cheap everything is it's much cheaper than america definitely though and like you can have there's like so many like fun things you can do there like it's it's crazy like they have so much stuff you can do. and then the food's better obviously oh yeah <laughs> food's way better and it's so cheap too like i just it's crazy how cheap a lot of countries are like i wonder uh oh yeah how did your uh story work out with the 20 days where china would have a total Shut down. Oh, okay. Is that still the so, case? Is it still happening? I haven't been looking too much into that. Obviously, it's not all over the news yet. It's no, like, I'm pretty sure if China's economy collapses, we're going to have something to do with that, too. Because obviously, we get. Well, we're really, really connected to it, obviously. <laughs> yeah, because we get all our, like, goods and stuff from China. Well, not all of them. Maybe not all of them, a but big, definitely a, a lot big of them. majority we do. So, I don't know. I mean,. Obviously, it still hasn't popped off in the news. We don't know for the next couple of years. Yeah. Just one of those future things. It might happen. It might not happen. And, like, some people also say that, like, the United States isn't even really in a recession. 
but like we are like based off like statistics. Well, we're in facts. a smaller recession. I don't think. I don't think we're in a real recession though. If we were in a I real mean, recession, it'd be fucked. I've heard it's gonna be just like the twenty nine crash and like the dot com bubble. Like I heard it's gonna be pretty big. But then again, people talk a lot of talk and nothing ends up really happening. I think a lot of these like YouTubers and stuff want to create fear into the market so that way it because they want to like, buy because low. they want yeah they want and then they it support it later they're basically using you yeah i don't know maybe they just just like uh logan paul bought into zoink or whatever it was and zoink? then promoted it what the hell is zoink it was just some dumbass crypto and just a, he created it or somebody else created it and he was like trying to promote it or Doge to the moon one. Yeah, he was Doge, trying to promote yeah. the heck out of that I got one. Especially a, Elon Musk I got really, really promoted that. I didn't I'm still it's... out of that. Like I got way out of that whale a while ago, but at least it's a little bit more supported than a lot of other coins. Shiba Una is not really that supported as much. Dogecoin actually sponsored a little bit of NASCAR, probably I think uh, 2015 or 2016, I like to say. So at least it has some potential with Dogecoin, but Shiba Uno really doesn't have that much potential. It's got maybe five year, ten year life expectancy, and then it's probably gonna gone. To be honest, I only really think that like, I think only the big ones. I think are gonna Ethereum happen. and Bitcoin, maybe Solana. I, I think are gonna uh, be like the I think best coins. Bitcoin might not be the biggest in a couple years. What do you think? Ethereum? I think Ethereum's actually gonna take over more than uh, Bitcoin. I think Ethereum, yeah, Ethereum's especially if you ever coins. heard of Bill Gates. Obviously, I think you've well, probably yeah, heard of Bill has. Gates, and he was talking about. I've met the owner of Bitcoin, and Bitcoin, whoever wait, created yeah, Bitcoin, he's anonymous, right? is still anonymous. Yeah. So we don't know who created it except him. Apparently, just him. Well, it might it might be other people, yeah. but it really sounds like. He's totally, I think he's totally out of Bitcoin because he knows who actually owns it. And then he's like saying that if it ever does get found out, oh, it would be huge. It would be a huge market oh, crash shit. because I think somebody, would, whoever it would be, who knows who it could be. It could be like Putin. It could be Donald Trump. It could be any of our huge, huge world leaders that. Maybe Osama bin Laden. It could be like that's yeah. That's could you imagine though? But like, like if it I was heard, one of like, those people, it would just be like totally wreck the entire but stock didn't, like, market. Didn't and, his name like already come out? Like I feel like people have been like no, talking but about his they've name. been talking about it, but it's still mysterious. Nobody nobody knows still. But like they can't just like look up someone's name and like no, find they can't. Them. They can't look it up. It's literally created completely anonymous. Like they might have a name. But it's definitely probably a fake name. It's definitely not a real name. If yeah, it was a real true. name, they would already released it. Because yeah. every single other coin on the market has a name associated to it. Like Ethereum yeah, has one. True. And then and Ether the, the guy who created Ethereum is a really, really smart dude, too. He's really, really smart. It's crazy how good he is at it. And he's kind of figured out ethereum very very well compared to bitcoin i think ethereum is definitely going to take over more because i mean a lot of what ethereum does is it really supports a lot of different things it's a very very good international trade versus bitcoin like ethereum a lot more people at least in at least that i know of 
buy Ethereum to trade for other things. So if they want to bet things, yeah. they use Ethereum to Ethereum, bet it. They yeah, use Ethereum to pay for the 99 originals, just like uh it's like an investment. It's like it's essentially you're trading like all your trading U.S. dollars for Ethereum, and I think Ethereum is probably going to take over before Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin is still good, but I, think I don't think it would just, be. I think I still think uh, Ethereum is more versatile than Bitcoin is. I think Ethereum is just becoming one of those coins where it's literally trending and like leading to the more popularity side. Yeah, I think it is for like spending wise, especially like with like gambling websites. Or the nine nine uh, ninety nine originals, or any like ETF like that. There are NFTs people are paying for it with NFTs, Ethereum. Yeah. yeah, right. I think I still think Ethereum is going to take over sooner than Bitcoin. I I think it's still yeah. going to happen at the same time. The banks are going to look at the price and they're going to be like, all right, we're going to put Bitcoin in first. And it's like, no, that's dumb. Put Ethereum in first. And Ethereum, like I, I think, like, is the more versatile one out of everything. But I heard like like um like you can now like get like a Roth IRA with like Bitcoin like Bitcoin and Ethereum eventually (laughs) yeah Yeah. Ethereum I I want Ethereum to be I think Ethereum I think that'd be pretty good I don't know I mean it's not personal advice but I definitely recommend no looking into Ethereum and Bitcoin especially if you want to really go towards your future self it's one of those like you need to do your research before you invest in any of those it's not completely financial advice it's just the brief information we learned about it. Obviously, there's millions and millions of words. It's yeah, one of like, those, like, you can't paint a picture honest, without using a thousand words. And it doesn't take a thousand words to paint a picture. It takes millions of words to actually do a picture. And that's what Ethereum is, essentially. You need, like, those different millions of things, billion viewpoints to see what Ethereum actually is defined by. So you need to look really, really deep into research into it. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to have enough time to look into all yeah, that. Yeah, and like to be honest, like you shouldn't really be investing more than like 10% of what you want to invest since like crypto. Because crypto is so like volatile. It's so versatile. Well, yeah, it's so volatile <laughs> and it changes at any moment notice. Yeah. like it's- Obviously, you want to buy it low, sell high. That's quite obvious you want to do that. Obviously, you don't want to risk it if you're a day trader you're going to no, be you trading you're going to still high, lose so some but you're not going to lose all of it you're still going to be overall you're going to be positive that's what day trading is you're still going to be positive at the end of the day day trading is like hella dangerous so yeah like, it's, it's so scary. it's scary but until you get when you get really really good at it analyzing the charts i think you can make millions and millions of dollars eventually hustlers university yeah, Hustlers University. I mean, it does. That is one thing they teach on there. I still haven't found exactly how to do all the patterns and stuff. I mean, I'm only. I haven't really been like really into it anymore. I kind of haven't. I haven't bought the new subscription yet. I haven't decided if I want to go back into it or not because I haven't really made any money off of it. I mean, right. I haven't been putting a ton of time. I mean, I put a little bit of time. Probably put thirty, forty hours into it total. What about that? Um was it copywriting that yeah copywriting i mean i tried reaching out to 200 people i had one positive response and (coughs) then he just never even showed interest in it after that i was like all right whatever i'll just pass on that obviously you need to find millions i mean you need to find thousands of interest because you're never gonna you're only gonna find people who are in the market for it 
if there's somebody who's already making way enough money, they're not going to want you. If there's right. no somebody who's not making very much at all, they're going to want somebody to help promote them because yeah. they need to make more money for themselves. So, I mean, it's just one of those, you have to find the people who are in the market for things. Right. And obviously do your own research before like anything else. Cause like, it's just like relationships. Like, yeah, you're not going to, Go you're after somebody who already has a boyfriend or girlfriend. They're not in the market. Yeah, I know. Somebody who's single is going to be in the market honestly. usually. Yeah. Like if, well, now we're on the topic of dating, but like obviously don't go over someone who you know is in a relationship with. You know what I mean? Like it's just the same thing with like trading. Like, like you got to know what's good and what's ready in a sense. Yeah, 100% though. All right, well, I think that's going to wrap up the podcast. I think yep. that was a, what, 45-minute yeah. episode? That was, was a pretty a, decent time, I would say. Also, everyone, happy Labor Day. Um, At least the people in America. People in America, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anywhere else. Well, most places don't really celebrate it other than Americans. I don't know what you guys are doing, but anywhere else. I well, hope at least guys, our international friends. Yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying your day. And, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. See you later. See you. Later.